pretty lonely place, but it doesn't have to be. Here at the Rarely Right Podcast, we want to celebrate stories, authenticity, and discuss life. My name is Ray Schneider, and I'm a counselor who's been partnering with nonprofits for the last eight years to help individuals in high-risk environments get the mental help that they need. And maybe even more importantly than that, be a willing set of ears to listen to their story, to hear both the good, but also the bad, and to encourage them to pick up the pen and be their own narrator, that at any time they can flip the script in their story. And that's what I'm encouraging everyone here to do as well. Your story matters. And no matter where you find yourself in life, you always have the ability to change the narrative. Welcome. For today's podcast, I want to talk about gratefulness. And not in a general, vague way, but to really dig into specific and individual gratefulness. And the reason why I want to talk about it today is because a pattern has started to emerge um, in my life. And I'm of the belief that when a pattern begins to evolve, that you really should take pause. Um, Whether it's a good pattern or a bad pattern, I think patterns create opportunity for growth um, and for self-awareness. You know, if, if you're consistently seeing something happening in your life, you're obviously doing something good or bad to provoke that. And gratefulness has been one of those patterns for me. And it not necessarily started right in this moment, but that actually over my career as a counselor and my breaths as a human, the terminology of gratefulness and maybe more importantly, the act of gratefulness, which is what I want to get into today, um, keeps arising. And the most prominent uh, of current time was actually just last week. I was in a conversation um, with a coworker, and she had made a comment about needing to take a moment to just be grateful. And I will be very frank with you that in the moment she had said that, I smiled. I thought it was very pleasant. And I went on my day. The thing that happened to me was the next day uh, was a was a Tuesday, and that happens to be a day that I um, am very busy because I have work, and then I go and I I'm with my rugby team and I'm practicing, and unfortunately right now our our captain is in like fitness mode, so we have long periods of uh, running or where you're in your head, and I was in my head um, mostly to pretend that my legs were and my lungs were not in pain. And that popped into my head. You know, normally I'm singing a song or something. And I guess that doesn't matter. But what does matter is that percolated to the top of my thoughts again. And I began to think about that comment, you know, that I need to take pause to be grateful. And it wasn't the first or the second or the third or the fourth time that I'd heard that. And I I said, "I, I wonder how often we actually turn gratefulness into an act, you know, versus the the voice of gratefulness like i'm i'm sincerely grateful for you i'm happy to be with you i'm thankful for your friendship um you know the the, the very nice words that we genuinely mean um but then transform it into 
actual moments of clarity and moments of pause. Because if you think about it, gratefulness is insanely powerful and can actually change the winds of your life. Here's what I mean. When there is a lack of gratefulness in your life, you have a tendency as a human being to begin to see things in a darker shade, right? The glass becomes half empty or completely barren. If you begin to look at life without gratefulness or maybe you're just lacking it or that that you just really haven't refocused, then when your boss puts extra work on your desk, they're burdening you versus empowering you. When your spouse asks for help, they're dictating your time versus being vulnerable with you and asking for your assistance. When your, and it goes on and on, when your friend asks for help, when your parents need your time, right? And, and if you're in that place, if you're, you're genuinely drained, it's really hard to get out of. Because the other thing is that I don't think we are purposefully um, not grateful, right? We're exhausted. America right now, if you are succeeding in your career, you are hustling. And if you're succeeding in your career and you're not hustling, please call me and let me know your secret. Because I'm, I'm hustling and I'm exhausted a lot of the time because I'm also a person who can't sit still. So I understand that it's partially my fault, but there are definitely weeks where I have to continuously put my attitude in check because instead of saying, holy cow, I get to work with incredible people and three days a week, I get to spend time with these amazing people and these great athletes that who challenge me and every single night I get to go home to a person that loves me if I if I'm not focused on that I begin to think oh my god there's not enough hours in the day and work is draining me I can't believe I have to go to practice right now my body just can't do this and oh yeah by the way I have to give personal time to another human being instead of myself I'm not saying that I live in that negative narrative, but there is a place for all of us to absolutely go there. And we are human, and so it's going to happen. But if we could choose a different narrative, if we could actually take pause and say, yes, I'm tired, but, and that but be a powerful, positive reinstatement of what we have, I genuinely believe we can change our outcome. And what I mean by outcome is not like just in that moment. I actually believe that we, if we keep our center focused and we're radiating positive energy and we are choosing positive energy, we are changing the outcome, not only of potentially that moment, but that day. And when a day can be changed, a week can be changed. And when a week can be changed, a month can be changed. And when a month can be changed, a year can be changed. And when a year can be changed, eventually a life can be changed. Simply 
in the act of gratefulness. And that's where you have to move towards, right? So choosing to think positively is one. And, and especially when you're having a good day, you know when that alarm goes off and you actually woke up correctly, right? You were out of your REM cycle, you were energized, you had more than three hours of sleep, you're not stressed about your project because you had it done the night before, your body feels good, and you get up on the right side of the bed. And so when little things happen, it's really easy for you to keep the green light positive energy on, right? Like when you're in that zone and you get an extra thing on your desk that day, you're like, mm, totally, I got this. Don't even worry about it. Energy high, boom, 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 right? And when someone asks for your help to do something, absolutely. I'm, you know, even though there's literally no time on my day, I'm gonna move things around because I can definitely do that. I've got the energy for it, boom. It's easy. It's easy because you're already at that place. That, I don't know if that's an act of gratefulness or an extension of positive energy. I'm not sure. I think where the act of gratefulness comes in is when you didn't get enough sleep and you didn't wake up where the alarm was kind to you, right? And maybe you didn't have that project done and maybe it's not all of them, but maybe it's one of them. Or maybe you had a fight with your spouse and now you have to go and do something and you know, it, there's a plethora of things where the, the energy isn't the same, right? When something happens or a couple of things happen enough that it kind of changes the pace of the day and then you choose gratefulness anyway, that's the act of gratefulness. When you get that extra work put on your desk and you're able to take a, you, you could be stressed in that moment and you're able to take a step back and go, I'm grateful for a boss who trusts me to get this done. I'm grateful for a job that is allowing me to push myself. I'm so honored to have a partner or a spouse or a best friend or a roommate who pushes me to be a better version of myself, even if it makes me uncomfortable, even if it means we have to argue to get through that. I have a a tattoo on my wrist. Uh, It's the second tattoo I ever got. Third tattoo, second, third. It doesn't matter. It's it's on my right wrist, um, and it's a it's a shooting star. It's very simple. It's actually you know old school when you would take the pen and and do the the lines to to create a star. It's kind of like that, but then it has a a tail that's a shooting star. And I got that tattoo um, when I was coming out of. A really a really hard time in my life and I learned something really interesting about humans and about how powerful your energy can be to those around you and it's similar to to kind of how I started this off where if if everything's going right in your life right you're at the peak of your career your body is banging in time for summer versus at the, the end of summer. In time for summer, you're happy in your relationships, um, whether that be romantic or platonic. Um, you know, Financially, you're in a good place. If you're in a really good place and you're happy about it and you're grateful about it and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm so grateful for the sun because it's shining and I'm so grateful for this diet because you can totally tell I've been doing it and I'm so grateful um, for my partner because you can see how happy we are and I'm so grateful for my friends because we never argue and you know, if everything's going well and you're grateful, you know, people will nod at it. I don't think they, they don't ap- appreciate it. They see it, 
But it's kind of like, of course you're grateful, right? Like you're going through such a good time in your life. Like, of course you're grateful. Who wouldn't be? An idiot, probably. So that's normal, right? But when things are really bad, when things are really bad and hard, when you go through something traumatic or tragic or gut-wrenching and it's really dark in your life and you still choose to find ways to be grateful and you still choose to smile and be hopeful, people pay attention. And only when it's genuine, right? But they really pay attention because they can say, well, you're going through that and you can still be this? That's powerful and that's impact. And that's the power of the act of gratefulness. And that's why there's a star in my wrist. Because stars shine brightest in darkness. The stars are still there when the sun's up, when it's light out, when it's happy. They're there. You can't see them as clearly, if at all. But when it gets dark, like really dark, that's when the stars shine. And in life, when it gets really hard and gut-wrenching and painful, and you still choose hope and gratefulness, that's so powerful for people around you. And that's when our stories have the opportunity to change other people's stories. Right? We talk a lot about how important it is for you to claim the pen and write your own narrative to be who you are and to make sure that people see you for who you are because you deserve to be seen and to make sure that you're really writing the script that you want to own. That's just, that's so powerful and so incredible. But once you have the pen, what are you doing with it? How are you writing that story? It doesn't have to be perfect. That's the great thing about life stories man there can be words crossed out sometimes words are going to be misspelled Uh, your grammar doesn't have to be perfect all the time though it would be nice and you can make edits along the way you can literally skip to the next chapter when you need to but what is the story that you're writing and how can your story impact other people and that's why I want to talk about gratefulness today. Not just for us, but for those around us. Because not only are we like writing our own story and creating our own narrative, but we're a collection of stories too, 
right? We're a collection of those relationships that we're having. My relationship and the storyline with my mother is part of who I am and with my best friend is part of who I am with my baby sister is part of who I am. It's a collection of me. There, I am not separated from that, but influenced because of that, right? And so everything that I've been through, every relationship I've had, every fight, every praise, every reward, every detention, I didn't actually go to detention, but you know what I mean. Like everything has created me to be here. But that also means that all of those fights, all of those praises that I gave out, all of those positive words and those negative words, all of the times that I chose to see someone as they are and love them anyway, and all of those times that I chose to ignore someone and leave them anyway, are part of my story too. And part of their story. When we take the pen back and we begin to write our narrative, we also have to be aware of the character that we're writing in other people's stories. Scarlett agrees with me, my, my dog. And gratefulness is one of the ways that we can positively impact the world around us. Because humans, we talked about this in my first podcast, are connective people. We are connection. And that doesn't necessarily always mean a word exchange. Sometimes how we choose to live our lives, how we choose to step into the day, to hold ourselves accountable at our jobs and in our after hours, how we treat our friends or our parents or our spouses can influence another human being. When we choose to live a full and whole life, we may very well be empowering someone else who's struggling and isn't ready to talk about it to go out and do the same. Every single day, we have the opportunity of choice. And sometimes choice is super simple. Vanilla or chocolate? Boom, it's going to be chocolate. No doubt. Podcast or music on the train? Work late at the office or go home and finish work? We have simple choices. But sometimes we have really hard choices. The alarm goes off and I'm choosing to go down. Well, I live upstairs, but go, to go down and run anyway. I'm choosing to go and invest in that friend Anyway, work was horrible and long and it would be super easy for me to just go home and sit on the couch, but I made plans and I'm going to go and follow through with them anyway because that promise that I made to that friend needs to be kept. Or my parents or my career goals or my school goals or my relationship goals. I really do believe that gratefulness can change the course of our lives because think about it this way. When you're able to take pause in a day, whether it's right when you wake up, in the shower, at lunch, when you have dinner at night, 
when you go to bed, when you're able to take pause and be thankful for the things that happened in that day, to seek out moments to reflect and be excited and be happy or be joyful or be whatever word you want to use, that can change the narrative in your brain of how that day went. You can have a terrible, no good, very bad day, but at the end of it, be sitting there and thinking, but you know what? It was so nice that five minutes that I was able to connect with that colleague at lunchtime or oh, that text message that I got from that friend was so funny or that cute old couple that got on the train that night. Oh my goodness. I hope one day I'm them. You can find those moments. And when you do, you can change how your spirit's responding to the rest of the day. The act of gratefulness extends outside of just these individual moments. If you're able to take a step back and think about different faiths, or if you like the word religions, you can use that too, or spiritualities out there, think about how many of them are focused on gratefulness. They may use different words, but it's the same thing. We Meditation. Meditation, so many different religions use it. Um, yoga, just a sport. Um, uses it. I know it's a sport and a spiritual thing, but work with me here. Meditation is similar to gratefulness, if not the act of gratefulness. Some who meditate want to try to clear their mind. They want to cleanse themselves from the day and quiet their energy. Some people take that time to think about all the positive things and remove the negative from their life, right? Or prayer in Christian cultures, right, where they they pray to God or they pray to Jesus or, um, you know, the Catholic Church, they pray to different saints. But what they're doing is they're taking a moment to be grateful. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this food on this table. Thank you for this house over my head. Thank you for a job that provides for my family. It's gratefulness. It's re-centering our energy. There are faiths built on this. And the act of gratefulness you can find in you know, the Buddhist culture where they believe that it is not a, a label of a, a religion, but an act of life to be fully present and fully aware of your surroundings, to engage in other people. That is an act of gratefulness. When we hear the word grateful, it is usually watered down and we often make a callous decision to just ignore it. Not malicious, but just ignore it. We've overheard it sometimes. But gratefulness, or maybe you prefer the word thankfulness, or choosing to be aware of our blessings, or to meditate on positive energy and good zen, and keeping your karma right, whatever you want to use, it's all the same thing. And it is choosing how you see this world. What you seek you will always find. If you are looking into the universe 
for reasons that the world is against you, you will find them. And if you are looking for ways to be aware of how blessed you are, how grateful you should be, how amazing this life is, you will find it. Gratefulness is the act of finding the positive. Gratefulness is the act of humbling yourself to the energy of life and saying, I understand I am just a simple participant, but my tiny little speck in the universe is awesome. And if you're not even sure how to start, like you're like, this sounds really nice, but like, how do I get myself started? Like, how do I start thinking about how to be grateful, how to act grateful? There's a whole bunch of simple things that you can do, and, and I'm happy to help you. Number one, if you are into yoga or you are too in your head all the time, meditation is great. I was just talking to a friend about this. And if you're not good at quieting your mind, find a poem that's very short or find a section in a poem, maybe three lines and print it out, put it in front of you and start saying it over and over again until it becomes memorized, until it's no longer the words, but it's the emotion that you feel where you're cleansing yourself and you're centering yourself and meditating in that. That's gratefulness, that feeling of joy, of wholeness, of selflessness. Some people, they need to physically do something. Go buy a a journal. You can buy a 99 cent one, or if you're me and you're really biased, you can buy a moleskin. And every single day, choose to write down one thing that you're grateful for or one word Start a gratefulness journal. Or maybe it's not every day. Maybe it's just a couple of times a week you're being thoughtful around how your life is going, but in a positive way. Maybe it's every day looking to your person, whoever your person is, whoever you call your person, and telling them, this happened today. Maybe it's choosing every day to do something small for somebody else, like making eye contact with a homeless person who's used to being ignored all day long. Or maybe taking an extra second to hold a door for someone. Or getting up on the subway for someone else to sit down. The act of gratefulness is incredibly powerful and the really amazing thing about it is you are in full control of it which means you are insanely powerful. You not only get to script your own story, but you get to decide what kind of narrative it is.